Welcome to the TBD Podcast. This is your host, Allison Lassard. Let's get into it. Yeah, so I mean this <laughs> I mean this video get out of your own way because this is something that I think is probably like the biggest purpose of the shift in this business and what I've been doing is a lot of times we make it a million times harder than it has to be to get the results that we want. And I guess this is, you know, a little bit more nuanced than that, but at the end of the day, you know, I've been doing this work and supporting people, coaching people um, and running this business for over a decade. And time and time again, I see people working really hard and not getting the results that they want. And it's like the harder they work, the more stuck they are. And I just thought it was really interesting. So I went through a huge, just to give you guys a little bit of context for this and hopefully keep this video under like around 20 minutes, unless you guys have questions and things, which would be amazing. Um, but I went through a big shift and it looked like a humongous void space. And that happened, <laughs> it feels like it's been for a while, but it, it happened starting last year in 2022. And it was one of those things where it was like, like I said, the harder that I tried to fix it, the worse that it got. And it, it reached a point where I was like, all right, I have to actually stop everything, stop trying to fix it, stop trying to fill the void and sit in the stillness so that I can hear intuitively what wants to come next. And that was probably the scariest thing because for those of you that are like, if you're anywhere near the coaching industry, then you know what it's like to hire people. I was hiring the gurus. I was in the programs. I was spending tens of thousands of dollars investing in this business. And I just got to the point where it was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> it wasn't that I regretted making those choices. It was more like, why after all of that is this huge plateau and this huge emptiness happening? And so, it looked like being still for a while, longer than I felt comfortable at the time, because you know how it is. When you support yourself, you run a business like this, even if you don't, this is relevant for you guys, even if you don't have your own business. So this isn't like business related, but for me, this is how the lesson was coming in primarily. If you don't have programs, then your bills don't get paid, right? So I was like, all right, this is scary to sit in the stillness, but I also knew that this was not about sales. This is not about marketing. It wasn't even about money. There was something way deeper, way deeper happening, way more profound. It was a, a much bigger spiritual lesson. And by serendipity, right? Because I asked for clarity. I prayed. I was like, please send me a sign, send me an answer. I don't know what to do next, but I'm willing to be guided. Serendipitously, people started mentioning the book, The Artist's Way. So I have a copy. I actually have a digital copy, but this is from the library, so I could have a hard copy. People started mentioning this book. So if you've heard of this book, then you already know more or less what it's about. Um, the tagline is a spiritual path to higher creativity. So this book, this is like the magic of these types of things, and it comes when you're ready. I received this book in like 2005 from a friend of mine who is in the entertainment industry. And I remember telling him that I was feeling pretty unfulfilled and you know, et cetera, et cetera. So he was like, Oh, I know that you're a creative person. Here's a book that's really helped me. And he just gave it to me. And I felt like, you know how it is. The universe sort of sends you things. You might not be ready, but you'll get them when it's time. So I got the book. I kind of like read through it, but didn't totally understand it. And this is before I had like a major spiritual awakening. So 
that's part of the reason why I, I think it didn't land back then. And then years passed and then I went back to it and I did the morning pages and, you know, I was sort of like dabbling in it. I went through it, but again, it was like I was going through the motions of it, but I didn't necessarily feel like in my spirit, I was like, oh, wow, I get it. So fast forward till now, more recently, months back, I, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I want to pick it back up. So I picked the book back up and I said, you know what? I'm committed. I'm going to do all 12 weeks. The, pre the premise of the book is really, it's not just for artists. So number one, you don't have to claim that title to benefit from this book at all. What it's really about is surrendering yourself to the creative process and to creation and using creativity again as a spiritual path. And what I mean by like get out of your own way is when you surrender to spirit, to source, and you're like, use me as a vessel. So when it comes to my business, right? And I was experiencing this huge gap and this, <laughs> it felt like the Grand Canyon of void spaces. I was like, how am I going to move forward? What the fuck am I supposed to do? You know what I mean? How am I going to like pay my rent? What's going to happen? All these questions. And I had to just relax and lean back and be like, what, what could happen if I were to become the vessel? And this became like a mantra in my meditation practice. So combined with doing the book, I've been meditating for a long time. I've been training this year quietly behind the scenes. Whilst all this was happening, I've been training in Tibetan Buddhism to be a meditation teacher. I'm basically done with that. So I'm really excited. And in my meditations, I was like, please guide me. Right. And so the book dropped in. I started the book and the premise of it again is to really allow yourself to be this vessel. And that's what's so powerful is that it's just like when you're in your relationships and you're trying to fix it and it's not getting fixed or when you're having a financial issue, a void and it's and you're and you're working your ass off to, to fix it and it's not getting fixed. The pushing, the forcing, the trying to control it is exactly why you're not getting a resolution. <laughs> and I've done it all because I was the number one control freak. And so I am a recovering <laughs> control monster. And I completely understand. When you say I'm going to surrender to spirit and I'm going to allow myself to be a vessel, you're opening yourself up to infinite guidance. You're opening yourself up to limitless possibilities. Your logical mind can't comprehend what you're capable of. It just can't. So when you have a process like what I was moving through in the artist way, it's, this is like the most fun kind of self-help book I've, I've, I've used in a really long time. I've been in this industry, like I told you guys for a very long time. And I've really worked with like, I work with so many people and a lot of what I was doing felt really heavy. And that's not to say that there's not a time and a place for that because I think there, there is, you know what I mean? Like we've got to do the darker work. We've got to do the heavier stuff. We've got to move through our shadows. We've got to do all that. Sure. I think it's important. You don't want to bypass. However, if you're like myself and you've been at this a while and you've done the journal prompts and the shadow working and the carrying your burdens behind you, like your fucking whatever Santa Claus with the big bag of all your trauma. And you've done your inner child work and you've done your uh, attachment issues and you, whatever. 
once you've explored those possibilities, which I did it all, I got to this place where I was like, I'm tired. I'm tired of the, the heaviness. I'm tired of feeling like I have to constantly be digging into my wounds. Like there's gotta be a better way. And at this point last year, when I was in this mega burnout of like, I don't know what to do next. And things were very, very, very quiet. They were dead. Things in my business were dead. Minus the group that I'm running Rose Temple. So like nothing else was happening. And I'm like, all right, no matter how hard, like I said, I was trying to fix it. It wasn't being fixed. So whatever, I'm meditating. I'm moving through the artist's way. And suddenly, like I said, the ideas start to drop in. One of the practices, the core practices of the artist way is three is the morning pages practice, which are three pages that you free write. It's like a brain dump. You do it every day. That alone was like getting rid of all the noise because again, I meditate every day and now I'm teaching this and your, your mind is noisy and it's not that meditation or the morning pages are about not having thoughts or like, oh, you have to create total emptiness in your mind. It's more about clearing the way. Like I said, clearing the path so that if you are like, use me as a vessel spirit, I wanna be open to receive for things to flow through you more easily, then you've gotta remove the white noise, you know? And so the morning pages really help with that. And so I started doing the morning pages and then it was like, one idea and then I got another idea again I'm not in this time forcing anything because I didn't know what to do I was like I'm going to practice which is sometimes the hardest practice that you're gonna do to surrender your need to know all the answers in advance and just commit to a practice even if it's a small one so the morning pages took maybe five or ten minutes to do I was like all right I'm doing that I'm doing my meditation practice at this point in my journey my meditation practice tends to be a little bit longer because I actually like it but you know for beginners you can do five minutes two minutes five minutes whatever just something consistent keep it really simple and just create some spaciousness to get your answers because this is what most people are not doing they're frantically signing up for another program you know relying on a coach or mentor or somebody to like or a teacher to save them they're like if I just spend the money on this program and then I'll fix it. And I really want to encourage you guys to, to move past that belief <laughs> because that's not how it works. And I, like I said, I know firsthand cause I did it and I spent a whole lot of money and I don't regret spending money. It's not about the money. It's not even about the time that was spent. It's like, it doesn't have to be that hard. You can get out of your own way truly because there is something bigger that wants to happen for you. There's more that wants to unfold for you. But when you're pushing, controlling, and like <laughs> grasping, then it, like I said, it's really hard to hear your own intuition. Anybody have any questions so far? Of those of you that are here, I can't really tell because the numbers switch all the time at the top, like who's here, but does anyone have a question so far? Or are you struggling with this? Like are you in a void space? Are you hitting a plateau? Have you like hit a wall? and you're not sure what to do and your normal things are not working and your manifesting isn't working. I did a post about that the other day, like why your manifesting might not be working. A lot of what I'm talking about at this point is coming from like a, the, a Buddhist lens because when you start to apply those principles to your life, um, for me it's been super mind-blowing clarity. Um, so that post was kind of you know from that lens but i'm just curious if you guys are struggling with like feeling like 
you're stuck and being like, like I said, apply this to anything because the beauty of the artist way is that it's not just about your creativity. It is a creative way or like a creative roadmap to get unstuck, basically. So this could be unstuck from, like I said, relationship issues. And like I said, you've done 700 relationship programs and your shit is still the same and your issues are still on repeat. It could be, hopefully not. Maybe you've moved through some of it, but not all of it. Maybe you've done a lot of programs and you're tired of that style, that kind of therapeutic processing style program. And you're like, that's not what I want, but I'd like to continue my growth around that topic. Or maybe, like I said, it's financial stuff where you're feeling stuck or maybe it's your career it's like not sparking joy or maybe you're just not inspired you know a lot of people come to me and they're like I'm drained I'm exhausted and the thing about your creative energy is that it is actually your life force energy it's the same and so when you're feeling creatively blocked or bored boredom is a huge sign you guys that your creative energy is stuck that it's repressed that it's not flowing so are you bored? <laughs> I had a father that raised me with boredom wasn't allowed in our vocabulary. We couldn't literally say it when I was a kid. So, or else I was like, I'll find something for you to do. So thankfully, but boredom in, in essence doesn't really, I don't struggle too much with that, but I was like bored or frustrated in my business and the way that I was expressing myself and the offers that I was creating that just didn't feel totally aligned. So is anyone struggling with that? before I continue. Do you guys have any questions or any feedback whatsoever so far? I really like it when you guys ask questions instead of just talking at the phone. It's so awkward. So I don't do lives very often, but I figured I would come on here so that it would be on the feed. Anybody have any thoughts, questions? So basically that's what, okay, great. I don't know what your name is. Um, but she says, yes, I'm stuck with my career. Do you want to give me a little bit more information? I can relate to feeling bored. Okay, great. Boredom is a great sign that things are not quite aligned. Like I said, a lot of time, I don't know what you do for a career. If you want to drop in there, like, are you, are, do you run your own business or do you work like for another company at a job? Just curious, because it could be different. But either way, boredom is typically a sign that, that our creative energy doesn't have an outlet. And so we might be finding other ways to resolve our boredom that look like, <laughs> this is number one in my industry and in my clientele, like fixating and ruminating on things where you have no control. It can be another person. It could be like a, a previous relationship. It could be so many things. Places where you have zero control, but you're obsessed and you're looking for it and you're picking at it and it's like you just keep chasing after the things that you can't control. And then you're like, I'm so exhausted. I don't even have the energy to figure out why I'm bored in the first place. That's just a coping strategy, you guys. It's like a coping mechanism. It's kind of, it's a form of escapism. When you start to actually lean in, I understand that stuff can come up and it can be uncomfortable, but what's more uncomfortable is going in circles for years on end. It's just your comfort zone. So I was comfortable in some of these places too. And when you exit your comfort zone, you're gonna have resistance come up. Like I said, my lesson came in the form of, of a void space so that there was nowhere to run and there was nowhere to hide. I could have, but that was gonna definitely be, be detrimental. Uh, like I said, financially, energetically, emotionally, like 
it wasn't really an option. It was kind of like, well, I support myself. I live in an apartment, like I have to take care of me. I don't really have the luxury to do nothing. <laughs> Meaning not lean into this lesson, right? So in my case, it was pretty extreme, like I had to figure it out. And so figuring it out looked a lot more like leaning back. And like I said, exploring something more playful and not getting back into the like, we're broken, we need to be fixed thing because that is what drains you. So anyways, if you wanted to drop in here, any of that, like what do you do for a job and do you work for somebody else? Do you have your own business? I don't know, I'm just curious. Uh, I can give you a little more feedback there. So at the end of the day, I started doing the morning pages from the book, from the artist's way, and then I was doing that plus my meditation practice. And honestly, the ideas just started to drop in. I started to feel more energized. I personally, I, you know, I was an artist in college. I went to art school and got a degree in that. But I had a major block around claiming the, the title of artist for some reason. And it's weird because my family is artistic. I have musician parents and all these things. I'll get back to this comment. Perfect. For some reason, I was feeling imposter syndrome, and I think that a part of that had to do with the fact that last year when this kind of void happened, I wasn't really listening. I was trying to fix it. And there's such a huge difference there, you guys, because your natural intuitive guidance is going to flow in for you. And this includes your own creative expression. like. I, my business is creative in nature. I create all of my own offers. I create the branding. I create the marketing. I create, I facilitate it, right? So all of it is creative. And if I don't create something, then I don't, I can't support myself. So for me, it's vital that that creative energy is flowing. But what was happening was that I was hiring all these other people and coaches, and then I was getting all this feedback from different people. And it's not that it was bad. It was that it became really confusing. And I stopped like listening because I was again in fix it mode because I was getting nervous. It was like as the income started to dwindle and the, and the time was passing, it was like, fuck, you know? And so I got into this chasing mode, if you want to call it that. And once I moved out, once I'd sat still and was like, okay, sit in the discomfort, stop running away, stop trying to escape it, try, stop trying to get saved unconsciously. It wasn't really conscious by the next program. Like none of my programs are gonna save you. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. I can facilitate the space, I can guide you, but you guys, we save ourselves. We have to come through for ourselves. So that was when I started to receive the answers. I stopped the chasing and I started moving into this receptivity. And then what do you know it? My own creative voice started to come through. My own ideas that weren't influenced by other coaches started to drop in. Visuals in my mind started to pop up. I names for programs started to come through. I was like, oh, here we are. It's coming back again. I'll come back to that. I just want to get to this comment. So she says, I work for another company left and they offered me almost double my salary. So I came back, no boundaries and no control and it's exhausting. Yeah, I hear you. I think it's really common. It's like, why was I continuing to hire people and, and try and chase this like, answer is because when scarcity drops in, when, when that limiting belief gets activated, that there isn't enough, that there isn't another opportunity, that just because a company offers us double the salary that we should go back and, and, and ignore our intuition or ignore our heart, or maybe there's something that you've really been longing to do, maybe for, for you, the person that left this comment, or 
those of you that are listening in, like maybe there's a dream that you've put on the back burner. Maybe it's just a hobby that you've put on the back burner. Like for me, like I said, I went to art school. I was a painter and I had, and I have all these other creative interests, but my, my mind was so consumed with business and making money that it became less and less and less of a priority. And then it just wasn't, it was like everything had to do with business. There was no joy anymore. There wasn't this like pleasure in the creation. It was all like, oh, I have to create more content for Instagram. <laughs> I just wanted to throw up, you know, because I wasn't feeling aligned. I wasn't feeling excited. I was feeling drained. So I understand like when, when the limiting belief is activated, whatever that is. So it could be, there isn't enough. There isn't another opportunity. Who am I to believe that I could do something I really love and, and make really good money? Do you know what I mean? That is really, really common. So that's why we have to number one and this is why i meditate and this is why meditation is part of my offerings no matter how it's, it can be very short you guys let's let's demystify meditation when you're more advanced like i've been meditating for a long time and i'm in some pretty deep practices but that's because i'm used to it and i like it now for the most part i like to meditate it's not like it's always fun it can be boring but i do enjoy it and and that's why I'm teach a teacher. <laughs> but like when you're first starting out, you might be like, this is so fucking hard. I can't do it. You can do it, but you have to really simplify things and make it very, very, very small. And don't underestimate the power of 10 deep breaths that are intentional or two minutes of deep breathing or of a guided meditation. You guys do not because it is way, way easier to build the momentum over time with tiny little steps than it is to try to go gung-ho and go full force, you will, you'll just give up because it's not how the brain works. Your brain is made up of the subconscious mind and the conscious mind. 97% of what you're doing, saying, thinking, feeling, including this person's comment about going back to the job that felt stale, even for twice the money, and now really resenting it. Because there was a part of you that was probably like, not maybe happy that you that you left, but I bet there was a sense of liberation that came. And then what happens? The resistance comes in, the fear drops in, the discomfort comes in, the unknown is there. And then you're like, fuck, I don't, ugh, this feels scary. So we go back in. It's the same reason why we go back to relationships that aren't good for us. It's the same reason why we, like, if you have a business like me, keep doing the same types of programs when you resent them or keep attracting the heavy, heavy clients or people who feel helpless, even though you know that you don't want to work with them anymore, but they keep showing up. Like there's so many ways that resistance creeps in and we have to reprogram and rewire our brain on a subconscious level since it's 97% of what we're doing and saying and thinking and feeling is dictated by the subconscious mind. We got to get in there and reprogram it. It's like a computer running on a fucking 80s programming from the 80s Wolf of Wall Street or something like you're like on those old big ass Apple computers and now it's like time to have a tiny little laptop, but your computer program is stale. You've got to upgrade the software. You know what I'm saying? So what does meditation do? Even 60 seconds a day is starting to rewire the way that the neurons fire, the way that your brain works. This is what meditation does, you guys. And so over time, you have to be consistent. It's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen quicker than you think if you're consistent with it. You start to rewire that 97% of what's fucking up your life and sabotaging your progress and, and, and blocking, cock blocking your joy and stopping yourself from moving into the things that you desire. 
it's your subconscious that's stopping you. It's not, it's really not anything else. That's typically what it is. And so if we don't get in there and consciously repattern it, then you will keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. But it requires, it's like first order change and second order change. First order change is like you want something, you say you want it, but the real sustainable change comes when you do it from the inside out. And that's what it's all about. So not to digress, but if we're going backwards, or like I said, you have a dream that's on the back burner, but you're too afraid to pursue it because of money stuff, or because, I don't know, in a lot of cases with creative things, it's like you were raised maybe in a family. That's why it was so ironic for me, because I had artists in my family, but there were a lot of money issues that I grew up around, and a lot of fear and stuff around money. And so I think just in the back of my mind, it was like, you won't be prosperous as an artist. Like It can be your hobby, but you can't do that for a living. But like I said, it's ironic, because I had all artists you know family members and they were fine you know they weren't rich but they were fine and my dad loved what he did too loved it and he wasn't loaded but he was comfortable so it's just weird how we take on some of this stuff but anyway you might have this belief like who like i said who am i to be abundant doing something i actually like maybe the belief is like oh my family had to work really hard and so i have to work really hard or um maybe your parents don't think creativity is valid and so they're like what the fuck are you doing like get busy like <laughs> stop trying to go over there and play and have a good time like there's no time to play and a lot of us have that hardwired. We're workaholics, we're numbing out, you know? And it could, like I said, it doesn't mean you wanna be this way, it just is what it is. We have to be conscious enough to be like, all right, this isn't working for me, let me switch it up. So, so that's really what got me unstuck. It was becoming the vessel. It was like allowing myself the time and the space every day, and this didn't mean lots of time. It could be 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you guys, 20 minutes. It was enough. And slowly but surely, my own unique little ideas started to drop in. And, you know, in the midst of this, I was also working with a Buddhist meditation teacher and I did an immersion with her. I'm actually TAing with her starting this month in her, in the same immersion, side note. Um, that's happening too. And that really helped me because I started to pursue the things that brought me joy. I started to do, even though I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do next. How am I going to take my next step in my business? How am I going to continue supporting myself? I trusted it enough to be like, well, if you feel like shit, it's going to make it a lot worse. But if you follow your joy a little bit more every day, you might, it's like the law of attraction. When you feel better, you're, the, the, the inspiration comes in. When we're feeling shitty and we're obsessing and ruminating over why we feel so bad, nothing good happens there. You know what I mean? You guys, you know that. We all know that, right? So that was my sort of practice. Okay, well, how can I follow my joy a little bit more today? And then maybe I set aside 20 minutes, I did a little watercolor. Or I went for a walk and didn't put my phone on. Or I sat at the park and grabbed my book for a half hour. It was little things, sat at the pool, stuff like that. And what do you know? The, the, the inspiration came, you guys. And then I was like, oh, cool. I created my new website. I got all these concepts and then I created artistic alchemy. So what is coming next? Hold on, let's have a sip of water. So before I just explain to you guys what it's all about, does anybody have any other questions? Like I said, is there a place where you're stuck right now or where you're feeling like you're not making progress? Like I said, it could be your relationship life. It could be your job. It could be financial. It could be like your health. It could be like energy wise. I have a good friend of mine who you know, is super creative and wants to, 
have a lot more freedom in her life. But like I said, the brain is weird. It, does, it plays tricks on us. And the ways that we can just literally block our joy and stop ourselves and talk ourselves out of our own happiness and make excuses and be like, no, because I need to do the thing that I'm obligated to do. I can't rock the boat. I'm afraid I'm gonna upset someone in my family or my life or my spouse or whatever. So God forbid I follow the thing that I actually want and the, my desires because then I'm gonna you know, be the target of judgment and criticism, right? And all these ways that we can get in our own way. But like I have that friend that is dying to make a change career-wise and dying to do more creative work, but there's a huge block there. And so that's what I mean by creativity can be a spiritual path. And, and the thing that I love about the artist way is that it is that. That's why this time when I did it, it resonated. This time I was like, oh my God, actually enjoying reading through the chapters, actually enjoying doing my morning pages, knowing that I was dumping all the distraction and all the noise and all the bullshit and all the stuff that is floating through our minds every day. And you guys all have it. We all do this. We all have a lot going on upstairs. We're overstimulated with social media and all these things. It is what it is. We live in the age of technology. We have to learn how to how to flow with things. And also, like I said, if you're in your own way, which you probably are, because we all are, <laughs> we just don't realize it. There's nothing happening outside of you to you, in essence. Like you're a co-creator, you're creating your life experience. And so part of it is really just taking ownership and being like, okay. But like I said, maybe you need a more playful way. I did a post about this and it got a lot of feedback and a lot of shares. And it was the post that I did maybe like two weeks ago. And it was like, maybe the next phase of your healing, quote unquote, isn't about digging into your trauma. Maybe it's about play, giving yourself permission to play, et cetera, et cetera. And I did a carousel on that. You can look on my, I think it's pinned. Do you know what I mean? Like, I literally couldn't stomach one more program that was like, like I said, processing like therapy, therapy kind of thing. I just couldn't do it. I was like, I'm literally like tapped out of that type of space. I don't want to do it anymore. I need something different. I need something more playful, lighter. It's not to see that stuff won't come up, but it's really your energy that you bring to your problems and the things that you're struggling with that will make it either much easier for you to receive the answers or you can make it really, really hard on yourself. <laughs> My goal is to create and facilitate spaces that make it easier. So anyway, uh, to wrap this up, unless you guys have any other questions, I've got Artistic Alchemy coming. The doors to enroll open in two days on Thursday. Today's Tuesday. There'll be a special price with a bonus for two days only, 48 hours. So doors will open at early enrollment, Thursday and Friday all day long. And then Saturday that will close up and regular enrollment will continue for about a week. We get started the third week of this month in September. So uh, 19th of September, I have the first call on a Tuesday. The Zoom calls are not as crucial that you make them. I mean, I would love it because it'll be a Q&A focus, but where you're required to come and participate is the Telegram group. And since I have people that join in from like the States, because I'm on the East Coast, but also Australia, which is like 14 hours ahead of us, it's really tough to get those calls where everyone can attend the live calls. So we'll use those as a way to answer questions and to connect 
with each other for those that can. And then we will really be utilizing the Telegram space. And that is required. Like you have to participate in the Telegram group or you can't join. <laughs> so don't bother. That's because it's so much about accountability, you guys. We can't, like the resistance and the shit that's keeping you stuck, the reason why you're in your own way is like I said, mostly because subconsciously that's your comfort zone. And so we have to override the part of ourselves that stops us right when we start to feel good or right when we start to see an opportunity or even if we haven't gotten the process started but the idea drops in and then we don't pursue it there's a million ways that you stop yourself from having the things that you desire and feeling the way that you want to feel happier lighter more joyful i'm assuming this is how you want to feel most people don't come to me and say i want to feel really shitty and depressed no and stuck people come because they're like i want to feel better great then we've got to get out of our own way and how can we do that like i said you've got to open up your channel your intuitive channel your creative channel and start to direct your energy in a way that feels better in a way that's actually serving you and like i said if we don't have accountability people have said this is just a book i can buy it at the bookstore right and do it myself why would i join your immersion right why would you invest the money and the time because you guys 99% of people that I've talked to didn't finish the book. There's a reason I told you earlier in the video. The reason why they didn't finish it is because they hit resistance and they quit because the subconscious mind is part of your growth process. But most people don't go there and incorporate the parts that are going to help you repattern what keeps you in the same loop over and over again. That's why we're going to meditate. But it's going to be very short because I'm not trying to overwhelm you guys. And most people are beginners and don't have a regular practice. Maybe you do, and if so, that's amazing because you'll be thriving. But if you don't, then it'll be literally like under 10 minutes a day, short and sweet. It could be literally as, as short as like a minute or two. What I care about is that you do it as consistently as possible. And so that's the scoop. It's gonna be 12 weeks because there's 12 chapters in this book. And so we're gonna go through every chapter this is all lined, outlined on the um, sales page. But we're gonna have the space for 13 weeks in the Telegram group because I'll give you guys an extra week when we're done with the immersion to integrate, to ask final questions and things like that before we close the group. So there's gonna be bi-weekly Zoom calls for an hour, like I said, Q&A, not like pre-planned pre lectures. It's gonna be a space to ask questions and connect. Um, we'll have the Telegram group, which is where the bulk of the, the connecting is gonna happen. And then you guys will have your own, like I said, daily meditation practice, your morning pages, move through the chapters. And in the Telegram group, we'll have a weekly check-in where we talk about what happened that week. And again, that's where the intimate sort of support can happen in the guidance. And that's basically it. So does anybody have any questions? It's starting, like I said, the 19th of September. Um, but don't let the Zoom calls like prevent you from joining if you're like, oh, I'm not going to be able to make them because I just want you guys to understand that that's, that's just not as important as moving through the book and being in the Telegram group because the Telegram group is, it doesn't matter what time zone you're in. You know what I mean? Like you can just participate in there when it's your time, like during the day, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm doing this for my Australian clients that want to come in and they're a day ahead of us. And so it's been in the past challenging to have them come because they're literally in the morning when it's our evening and things like that. So it just makes it easier to focus it in the group space, Telegram group. So yeah, do you guys have any other questions before I hop off? 
like I said, the link is in the bio and the enrollment will open in two days on Thursday, early enrollment. So all the details, everything is on the sales page pricing. There is also an option for one-to-one -to, -one to add on two calls, one-to-one -one calls. So you guys can always do that if you want like individualized support, intuitive guidance to get into whatever's going on specifically in your life, whether that be your career or doesn't matter. Whatever it is, we can address that in a one-to-one -one space. Um, what else am I missing? I don't think there's anything I'm missing. It, the page is very thorough and I did a bunch of um, frequently asked questions at the bottom as well. Like, what do you need? The only supply that you're gonna need basically is the book, but that's on there. And I can't really think of anything else. It's all the details are there. I made it very thorough. And I'm gonna do posts for the next couple of like two weeks, but I wanted to come on alive and just connect because I haven't done this in a while. So yeah, before I'm done, does anyone have anything they wanna add? Or like I said, do you have a place where you've been struggling, where you felt stuck? Are you just done with the shadow work and the, <laughs> this, is sh this is shadowy work, but it's not what you're used to because I think just most of us are used to carrying our burdens on our back and or even kind of like, what? <laughs> I've heard the term like emotional masturbation, like you just feel like you're really getting off on your own issues and then talking about them over and over again. And then you get into groups and you start like sharing together and it feels like this weird kind of creepy, yeah, turn on around your pain points. And I'm like, <laughs> yuck, no thanks. Need something different. So this is a, this is a playful, creative exploration and it was really the most eye-opening and liberating 12 weeks that I've had in a very long time and like I said here we are now I've got a bunch of opportunities happening like I said I'm TAing in my friend Sydney's immersion I've got meditation events coming I've got all this new stuff going on new community of friends studying Buddhism in New York like all this stuff but that wasn't happening before and that's because to be the vessel again you got to get out of your own way so if nobody's got questions, I'm going to hop off. Love you guys so much. I will put all the details um, in the description of this video, and I will talk to you guys soon.